An event called Drag the Kids to Pride was held at a bar in Dallas, Texas, where families were encouraged to attend with their children. It was advertised as the ultimate family-friendly pride experience, and it invited young performers to take the stage and dance alongside the queens. What is a family-friendly drag show? The scriptures tell us that the last days before the second coming of Jesus will be as the last days of Lot. Are we living in those days? Let's talk about it. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, what is a family-friendly drag show? Hmm. I don't know, Vince. I I don't want to know, Vince. I think we're going to find out. Well, you know, um, growing up, it, it just occurred to me that I always, like, at the county fair, there was a drag show, but it was drag racing. I think they called it a drag show back then. Is that not ringing a bell for you? Uh, I mean, I'll What do you guys call drag racing? Drag, drag racing? racing. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm thinking about. Maybe I'm, I have a distorted uh, memory at this point due to all the drag shows, but it definitely wasn't to do with that. It was racing, strictly racing that, right. that I heard about. But anyway, yeah. um, family-friendly drag show. This sounds like... Like a headline that a prophecy teacher would create to say that one day this is what the world's going to be like, and in that moment is probably going to be a three-second countdown before the return of the Lord. <laughs> wow, that's a good analogy there. Well, it's like this doesn't seem like it could be real. Yeah, I know. Like this is something that somebody makes up in their imagination to present in a message to get people to run to the altars because the Lord could return any moment. Right. Yeah, it's, I mean, definitely this has gone so much further than a librarian or a library reading by a drag queen where they come in and read storybooks to children. This has taken it to a different level, and it's a dangerous level, it's a scary level, and it's a disgusting level uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so, yeah, you're right, though. Scripture tells us that it will be as in the days of Lot, right before Jesus comes back. So it's it's very important to kind of understand what was going on in Lot, I guess, um, you know, to, to kind of understand where we are. And if you don't believe that we are in the last days, then, folks, you need to wake up and you need to start looking into this stuff because we are definitely in the last days and Scripture is is playing out right in front of our eyes. Well, Doug, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this going, this is a subject that obviously, um, it, it's Pride Month, if you weren't aware. Mm-hmm. And um, June is Pride Month, according to our president. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, a lot of people are celebrating Pride Month. You've seen probably all your favorite brands that you typically use, from Burger King to Kroger. I've seen it. A, Burger King now allows you to pick two bottom buns or two top buns, depending on 
where you're located, apparently. Um, and that is somehow their promotion for Pride Month that I guess similarly there can be two men and two women in a relationship, so you get to select the the hamburger buns that you would want, which is weird. Uh, Kroger's doing it. Everybody's doing it where they come out and promote Pride Month. And I'm looking at this going, they don't want us to talk negatively about it. Right. This is the they. You know, Doug, these are... Uh, the elites or whatever, the, the Illuminati, whatever it is, you know, uh, Facebook, mainstream media, all this stuff, they don't want us talking about that uh, and negatively towards Pride Month. I'm sure it goes against community standards for most of the social media sites, but we have to talk about it because uh, we have some clips, we have some photos, um, it's going to blow your mind what has been occurring in our world. It's, if you haven't seen them yet, you're going to be stunned by what is happening, not only in our world, but right here for us. Dallas, I mean, this happened in Dallas, Texas. It's, <coughs> excuse me, you know, 15, 20 minutes from here where this occurred. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more uh, outside of Dallas that's happening as well. But Um, It's a good time for a disclaimer here, too, to kind of let people know, look, if you've got small children in the room or if you're going to be offended by some of these things you might see, uh, you might want to uh, just just put a warning there, Vince, and let everybody know. We're going to show some things today that may upset some people if they're not ready for it. Yeah, if they're not ready for it, and we don't want your kids to see things that they shouldn't. We're not showing anything that is necessarily R-rated, but the content is so disgusting that I wouldn't want my kids seeing it. And so if your kids are with you, um, I guess we'll we'll tell you when we're going to show video clips and, and pictures, but um, we won't just surprise you with them. But nonetheless, um, yeah, be ready for that. But, Doug, you know, I'm looking at this going, Facebook and YouTube and Google and all these places don't want us talking negatively about it. So these are the type of shows where we really need you to help us out by sharing the video, whether you just hit share and share it generally in the timeline that you're on or if you send the link to you know, a group text that you're in or a group that you're in or wherever it may be, uh, sharing the video, commenting on the video, and even putting a little heart on there instead of the, the, the thumbs up does help us out by getting this word out. Now, I think you guys know us well enough if you've watched the show for any amount of time. We're not going to come in and bash people. We're not trying to speak in a harsh and negative way. We want to tell you the truth uh, about what happened, but also the truth about what the Bible has to say about it. We're going to do our best to do it in a loving way. We don't, I mean, that's just how we try to do things in general. So we're not coming in here and, 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 and just kind of putting hellfire on people, but we are telling the truth. And so yeah. uh, I wouldn't be scared to share this video if I were you, and it would help us out a lot. So please do that. Uh, Doug, I also want to mention that... Um, this month is a special month for End Time because we have some generous partners that have said, hey, why don't you take my donation and do a match campaign with it? And so right now, uh, through the end of June, uh, all donations made before June 30th will be doubled. Uh, you can go to endtime.com slash 2x or call 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. If you give $150, your donation is going to turn into 300 because of generous partners. If you give $100, it's going to turn into 200 500 turns into 1000 and so on. <coughs> so uh, this is a great month for you to contribute, and your money is going to get doubled because of some generous partners. Endtime.com slash 2X 
is the website to go to or call 800 Enzyme. We'd be happy to help you over the phone. All right, Doug. Again, we've got clips and videos coming, videos and, and images coming in the after the break. What is a family-friendly drag show? That's what we're going to be getting into today. Um, I don't know what else to say, Doug, except for stick around. You're not going to want to miss this show because things are going to be revealed that are pretty shocking, and it's going to motivate us to pray, Doug. Ultimately, yeah, it better motivate us to pray. So yeah. stick around. You don't want to miss it. Give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463 is the number to call. We'd love to hear your perspective or any questions that you have. We'll do our best to answer them. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time. Understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 in time. That's 800-363-8463. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at End Time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call to join us, Doug. The scriptures say in Luke 17, starting in verse 28, Likewise also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, It rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. In Jude 1 it says, Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh and set forth from an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire, likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Is this an old-fashioned thing that we shouldn't even read anymore? This sounds like some stuff that <laughs> it's not going to be accepted on, by a lot of people. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's the way that they're trying to present things now. They're trying to say, you know, if you hold to um, the Bible and, and you believe that the Bible is the infallible word of God, that, you know, you're some kind of uh, domestic terrorist or, or crazy person that uh, just spews out a lot of hate speech, mm-hmm. uh, using the Bible to beat people over the head with it, you know, and, and that's not what we're trying to do today, but we're trying to show what was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah, that God's judgment came down on them. Folks, we're living in days like this when it's okay to take children to this type of an event. It's it's sick, it's perverse, and we are on our way to being just like Sodom and Gomorrah. And so, you know, we find ourselves in a situation that we're in here. You mentioned that we are now uh, in Pride Month. So, you know, somebody said the other day uh, on social media, the military gets one day, but we give the the gay community a whole month to celebrate them, to celebrate what they do. Uh, Doug, I, that's the LGBTQ plus community, not just gay, just so you know. Yeah. Before you get all the hate mail. Well, and you know, I'm I may... Sure nothing some else people, you say is going to rub anybody raw. But. Some, some people may get rubbed the wrong way today just because uh, this is one of those things. People ask one time, I think, on the show, what gets Doug the most upset about stuff? And it's when you involve the children. When children are involved in stuff like this, this is what gets me very angry. I'm a father, I'm a grandfather, and this stuff makes me upset. And my flesh, flesh comes up and, and gets angry about the situation and and so i have to be really careful and i got to pray about stuff like this we we had some uh followers of the program uh say hey i felt that i needed to pray for you guys today about the program and this this lady has no idea what we were going to talk about Mm -hmm. but she felt that in the holy ghost because god knows these are the things that we've got to look at and these are the things we got to talk about dave talked about it yesterday he talked about uh, the church being the church and doing the right thing about this situation and people being pulled out of those false churches that promote this activity, that promote transgender pastors coming in and teaching Bible studies. There are churches that do that. We've, we've shown programs about that. But anyway, I, I don't want to get off and go hmm. sidetracked here. I want to, to talk about what the topic is, uh, but... I thought it would be appropriate to see what our fearless leader is saying about this month and why we're celebrating it. Well, when he declared June to be LGBTQ Pride Month, uh, he's quoted by saying, I often say that America can be defined by one word, possibilities. He wrote, actually, in a presidential proclamation. This month, quote, we celebrate generations of LGBTQI+. People who have fought to make the possibilities of our nation real for every American. He said that his administration sees LGBTQ people for who you are, deserving of dignity, respect, and support. Now, before you start responding, Doug, I want to make a very (laughs) straightforward question. Yeah. Um, That line is bolded in the article. You noted it there that you would want to comment about this. And so I want to ask you right out of the gate before you're misunderstood. He's saying they're deserving of dignity, respect, and support. Those people, just like all people, need Jesus. Absolutely. We agree on that. Mm -hmm. These people, you're not going to come out and say that they shouldn't have 
respect and support and love and, you know, we shouldn't care for them. That's not what you're trying to say. No. That we should exclude them and treat them like animals and not give them any support whatsoever to try to serve them however we can as Christians. Right. That's not what I'm going to say. All right. What what, what are you going to say, Doug? (laughs) I'm going to say that anybody who is asking for me to give them respect and dignity, they should act in a way that deserves respect and dignity. Now, does that only apply if they're gay? or That applies to anybody that wants respect and dignity coming from anybody. You're so old school? Yeah, it's very old school. Uh, You want respect, you give respect. Uh, That comes from, you know, a background of, you know, just going through drill sergeants and things. I was not in the military, but I was in the police force, and that was something that they would teach you. In the police department, if you want respect, you give respect. And that's dealing with the public. That's dealing with officers, ranking officers. That's dealing with everything, with people in general. That's what they would teach you. I was also taught that in sports and, you know, growing up playing sports. Coaches would put that into your psyche. You know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you want respect from people, you got to give respect. So anyway, that's all I'll say about that. Let's jump into what we're talking about so people understand why I'm a little worked up. <laughs> And, and why this is not a great thing that's going on here. Well, we had an event in Dallas this weekend. And by we, I don't mean end time ministries. I mean there was an event. It was called Drag the Kids to Pride. <coughs> it's held at a bar, first of all. This is a bar. I'm assuming kids aren't typically welcome at the bar here. I don't know for sure. It's called Mr. Mr. Like Mr. Mr. Period, and then Miss Tur, M I S S Tur, Mister, 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 and it's in Dallas, as stated. And families are encouraged to attend with their children. The announcement said, "Mister, Misters, drag the kids to Pride Drag Show provides the ultimate family-friendly Pride experiment experience." Now, we've got some videos coming very shortly and and some pictures that's going to show us what this ultimate family-friendly pride experience is or was. The signature event is a family-friendly spinoff of our um, uh, champagne drag brunch with our resident DJ Charlie Fresh playing some of your favorite hits with host Nicole O'Hara Monroe brings together some of the best drag entertainers around. The announcement then invited young performers to take the stage and dance alongside the queens. Now these transgender men, or I don't know how, men that are have dress up as women is what it ultimately is. I don't know how to say it properly. Quote, do you want to hit the stage with the queens? We have five limited spots for young performers to take the stage solo or with the queen of their choosing. Come hang out with the queens and enjoy this unique pride experience fit for guests of all ages. So this is what they said ahead of time. Mm. As the outrageous video illustrates, the event was anything but family-friendly as drag queens danced and lip-synced while the children offered them money for their performance like at a strip club. 
We don't have that clip because it's just too disgusting for this show. Well, we're actually not going to show any clips of what was going on inside the bar. Okay. Okay. We we had some, but we cut those down. It's gonna, it, it's we can't show that. Right. It's just not what we would do, but right. we can describe it. I mean, you've got men dressed up as women in lingerie, essentially, and they are dancing provocatively, mm-hmm. and you've got small children sitting or standing beside their parents putting money in their waistband and wherever else right. on their clothing, the, the little bit of clothing that they had, and they're walking like on a runway with these drag queens. Yeah. And this is the ultimate family-friendly pride experience, Doug. Yeah, so... <laughs> I can feel the heat coming from your boiling over there. Yeah, the video we're going to show, let me just say this, and okay. let's, let's get, get going here, because I don't want a lot of time to really stew about it, but I do want you to understand, and I want you to think back to the respect and the dignity thing we were talking about. This is going to be uh, an excerpt from the Tucker Carlson uh, program. He is showing what was going on outside of this club. Okay. Okay. There were protesters on both sides of this issue, and I want you to see what was going on and just listen. Is this to something that, if they have kids with them, is this okay to watch? I I believe that this is okay. There's a little bit of pushing and shoving going back and forth, but uh, other than that, I think we'll be okay. I think we edited this down properly, and and it'll be good. So. Just another weekend in Weimar. On Saturday, a nightclub in Dallas held an event called Drag Your Kids to Pride. At the event, little kids danced with drag queens and tipped them with dollar bills. This is grotesque. Sexualizing children always is. So there were a small number of brave protesters outside. One of them was our friend Alex Stein. He tried to get into the event because it was a public event. And so he was assaulted. Watch. Take your mask off. Good for Alex Stein. If more people acted like that, we'd have less sexualizing children. Notice the last thing they want you to do is see it. That's why they attack you when you do. So for our radio listeners, yeah, the mob basically outside of a bar. He's trying to get in. My mic's off. Okay. I was blowing my nose during that video. My mic was muted. Um, There's a group of people standing outside of a bar. He's trying to get in, and they're pushing him out and not letting him record and such. Yeah, and and pushing him, knocking his phone out of his hand and things like that. Um, So, I mean, it wasn't like something where he was being welcomed in to experience the event or to see, you know, his viewpoint on it. He was being uh, pushed around and shoved and, and not permitted to go in. The the next video we've got, Vince, is an actual reporter that did get into uh, the bar, and, and he's giving his experience of what he saw there. It's very interesting to hear his perspective on it. So we got that video coming up. Just finished up at the Drag Your Kids to Pride event here in Dallas, Texas. And I'll be completely honest with you, that was by far the hardest thing I've ever had to report on, the grossest thing I've ever reported on. I mean, overall, it was just 
terrible. It was disgusting. Um, I'd like to talk about one situation in particular. I have a lot more videos that will be released. I'll be uploading a full YouTube video later on. Um, but this one situation kind of just really got under my skin here is you had, you know, this family sitting next to us at the bar, you know, they're serving alcoholic beverages here and they have a kid sitting there at the bar as well. And he's sitting there with his face, you know, plugged into his Nintendo D uh, 3DS. He doesn't care about the drag stars, doesn't care about anything going on there. His mom's trying to get him to pay attention. He doesn't care, still playing his games. And he, uh, I overheard a conversation that was really startling. It was, uh, he was talking to the bartender and he said, no, I'm not gay. And his mom butted in, interrupted this child and said, no, he is gay. Don't let him lie to you, he is. And the kid, you could just tell he was super uncomfortable. He obviously wasn't gay, but his mom's telling everyone he's gay. And he just sat there and played Nintendo the entire time. And I mean, he worked on a Rubik's Cube as well. I watched this kid solve the same Rubik's Cube three times. I mean, he didn't care to be there, didn't care about anything going on. And meanwhile, you have the parents on the other side of the aisle giving their kids money. They're wearing Trans Lives Matter shirts. They're wearing all of these shirts that they don't even know what it means but just because their mom told them that it would look nice and they're giving these kids money and having them throw it on them like this is some kind of strip club. I mean, I'm, I'm truly just speechless. Like, I, I don't really know what to say at this point. I'll be doing a few shows on this topic and about what I saw while it was undercover and inside recording what took place. Um, but just look out for it, guys. I mean, there's they plan on doing events like this in the future. We need reporters. We need people that are on the ground that are willing to go undercover into these events that are really just trying to expose the truth. But with that, y'all, don't groom kids. That's all. Don't groom kids. A, that's a good message. Don't groom these kids. Uh, that's what's going on. To me, this is borderline, if not just full-fledged uh, child abuse. Uh, taking your child there, dragging your child there and making them witness something like this and not only witness it, but become part of it. Uh, it, it really upsets me and gets my, gets my spirit really worried and troubled. But uh, I, I know that we don't have a lot of time, so we can't get into uh, the next couple of things we want to talk about right now. We'll have to do it on the other side of the break. But it's very disturbing because they are coming after our children. And this isn't anything new. It's nothing new. Uh, you know, I was talking with uh, one of our production crew a while ago, Andrew, and we were talking about this isn't anything new. The devil's been doing this throughout time. He came after all the children in the time of Moses. He came after all the children when Jesus was born, trying to destroy the children. That's what the enemy is still trying to do, folks. And if you think that this is anything less than a spiritual battle, you need to wake up and get in the Word of God and see that this is a move by the devil to come and get our kids and take, take over the minds of our children. We'll be right back after this break. You can join us on the show today. The number to call is 877-END-TIME, 877-363. 8463. Don't forget the donations this month are being matched, doubled. So go to endtime.com slash 2x. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
when you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99. You can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Doug, today we're talking about, uh, well, we've asked the question, what is a family-friendly drag show? Because that was what was promoted this last weekend in Dallas, Texas. Um, It is Pride Month, uh, as our president has declared. And so there are things going on. We showed a video um, of a reporter being assaulted, trying to get into the event to record it. Um, and I guess we don't know what else he was going to do in there. We saw another video of a reporter that actually did get into the event, and they were sharing an update through a video uh, in their car, and they were telling us what was going on in there. A lot of disturbing things occurred, Um, and we have a few more videos we want to get to before we go to the phones. Before we do that, Doug, um, why is it important that we're talking about this information today? Well, it's, it's important because, for one thing, it, it is prophetic. It's uh, like we read at the first of the program there. There's scripture that tells us in the days just before Jesus Christ comes back, it'll be as in the days of Noah and in the days of Lot. In the days of Noah, you think about how wicked the generation was that God decided to flood the whole earth just to exterminate the life that he had created because the hearts of man were always on evil. Uh, you know, save the eight people that were in the ark with the animals that God sent to be in the ark. Uh, the, the world was virtually destroyed there. Well, then we have the same thing happening in Sodom and Gomorrah. It's just a place that lives in the flesh all the time. Uh, we read what their sin was, actually fornication and chasing after strange flesh. Angels went there and these two men of God that were there, uh, the, the, the men of the town wanted to take these men and know them in a sexual manner. And so uh, it's just these things are important to point out because it is happening now. And at some point, we as a church, we, we've got to uh, to fight back against this. And and so as, as we watch these next couple of videos, uh, like we said, we need to give a disclaimer and tell people some of this may be a little harsh. So if you have children, you might want to get them out of the room. But it's this needs to be talked about. It needs to be shared because this has been an agenda for a very long time. We're starting to see it really blossom now. And uh, really, it, it's no surprise because the Bible tells us that as uh, 
we get into this point, the devil's going to know that his time is short. That war in heaven hasn't happened yet, but the devil knows his time is beginning to run out. And so he's ramping things up, I believe, in the spiritual realm. And so this is very much a spiritual battle. Now, Doug, you um, said to me when we were talking about what was going on before the show, you, you posed the question, how do these children that were at this um, Drag Your Kids to Pride event how do they recover? And we kind of talked about that privately and got into some things that, that we won't get into on the air necessarily. But I did, I guess I wanted to point out that, you know, we both feel like it's, it, it's almost as if they'll never recover entirely. Like there'll be something that sticks with them forever. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's hopeless. Right. You and I both. Um, we've had some dicey experiences in our life, specifically during childhood as we were being raised. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad to know that in spite of what you've gone through, in spite of what I've gone through, um, we both were presented with the opportunity to know Jesus more and to be born again. Yeah. And then it didn't matter what happened in this life that we knew right now, right. that if we could be born again in Jesus' name, that we can now be transformed and and be a new creature, as the Bible describes it. the disciples called it those things, a transformed a new creature, a new creature that right. the old things passed away and all things become new. And so, while we look at this and go, "Man, it is sad," as a parent, uh, as someone that can refer back to to memories from childhood that you know events that occurred that shouldn't have happened Mm -hmm. Um, at the same time as sad as it is for those kids I look at it and go I've got hope they've got hope things can happen that they they can recover from these things as messed up as as they're gonna perhaps their mind would be or these memories that will haunt them there's hope yeah and so we talk so much about what's going on and obviously we have a perspective on this I didn't want it to get too far out there to where we don't share with everyone that we really are, we, we feel bad about this and we, we feel, we, we have feelings about it and, and we have a very human connection with this. And so yeah. we love these people and we really want to see their lives transform like you and I have experienced. So I wanted to hit on that a little bit. Maybe you could share some thoughts as well. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, we talked about it before that, it is difficult, and, and we've been in situations in our life uh, where uh, these these kids have trusted their parents who are supposed to protect them, take care of them, and keep them away from this type of situation. And yet these parents are sending their kids there, taking their kids there. Uh, and that is something that, you know, the experiences I've had in life uh, that have affected me we carry that around we've had it it's part of our life it's something that we don't fully ever recover from but because of grace and because of mercy and because of the love of Jesus Christ we have we've gotten past that uh and and it's not that we won't ever stop having the scars of it and these children are going to be scarred I don't care how you look at it they're going to be scarred in one way or another and uh that's not just a 
a theory that I have. That is from personal knowledge of situations in my life where I was trusting somebody who was an authority over me that didn't always act the way they should have and, and did things. And so I've carried that burden, that scar with me all my life. And it affects me even today, even though I'm a born again, uh, you know, spirit filled Christian. It's still things that in the flesh I have to battle with my spirit because of situations from the past. So anyway, folks, that's why it's it's kind of an emotional thing for me. It's a um, it's something that gets me fired up and gets me upset about things. When I see children being neglected and being abused, it's something that I take very seriously. And it's something that uh, I pray for everybody involved in this situation because the Bible says that if you lead one of these little ones astray, you might as well tie a millstone around your neck and throw yourself into the deepest depths of the ocean. And so that's a, that's a serious thing that God is saying there. Now, Doug, that doesn't say lead them astray regarding the LGBTQ+. So if it were a dad and his sons and these dancers were, at, were, were women doing this same stuff. It's the same thing. If it were a mom and her daughters and it was a a male dancing this way and these same actions, are we going to go, well, that's that's better? No, it's not better. It's the same thing. Our job is to protect our babies and our children and take care of them and uh, lead them up in the way of God. That's what our instructions are uh, as parents. I have a feeling that if it were um, one of those scenarios that I just mentioned, that I think the police would have intervened. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think people would be rioting. I tend to agree with that. I think so too. I. I mean, it. It, it is child abuse. It is. There's just no way to to explain it other than that. Well, Doug, this next video that we're going to show, it's Matt Walsh and Daily Wire came out with a new documentary called What is a Woman? You can sign up um, to watch that. I think it's whatisawoman.com, but there's a clip from there. Um, It uncovers a lot of the history of this movement and what's being pushed on us right now. And so we have some excerpts from that. We will play the first one. What I learned is that gender ideology is totally, absolutely pervasive. Um, This is not, as conservatives sometimes like to reassure themselves, strictly the province of gender studies professors and weirdos on TikTok, many of whom are gender studies professors, as it happens. The basic tenets of gender ideology, you know, that gender is fluid, that people can decide for themselves whether they're men or women, that transgenderism is a valid and healthy state of being which should be encouraged and affirmed, that sex is not binary, that there are dozens, if not an infinity, of valid identities outside of man and woman. These beliefs, however half-baked and incoherent they may be, can be found everywhere in the country. Stop any average person on the street. I've done it. No matter what they look like or how old they are, And they are likely to talk about gender in ways very similar to how a gender studies professor would talk about it. They may not realize who they're parroting, but they are parrots nonetheless, and they don't even know it. They've adopted these beliefs, or pretended to, and we'll return to that in a minute, the pretending part of it. 
Now, beyond the average adults walking down any average sidewalk, the most powerful institutions are fully in thrall to this mania. This is particularly the case among the medical, pharmaceutical, and psychological industries and within uh, education. I talked to a therapist who was ready to affirm me as a woman because I confessed to enjoying scented candles. In all seriousness, I did also mention in fairness that I've seen Sex in the City one time, and so that's what put me over the edge, and she said, well, you know, that's a good question. Maybe you're a woman. I talked to a pediatrician who refused to even agree that only female chickens lay eggs. And she would not agree with that because she said she doesn't know a chicken's gender identity. Very, very real. I talked to a college professor who called me condescending and rude because I use the word truth. Now, these people are not fringe within the institutions they represent. They are utterly standard commonplace. This is what they're all like. And through these institutions, these ideas are fed to the public. They're dumped out onto the masses like a you know, giant uh, sewage pipeline. Children, of course, are most susceptible, as many children in our country today are indoctrinated into the gender cult practically from birth. They're put on the, the, the path to identity crisis and mutilation and despair and oftentimes suicide before they're even out of diapers. They're exploited, indoctrinated, lied to, drugged. They are chemically castrated with drugs that are meant for cancer patients, with drugs that we actually do give to pedophiles and sex offenders to chemically castrate them. We give those same drugs to 12-year-old boys. Now, I, I talked to a pediatrician, as I mentioned, who gives these drugs to kids, and I, and I asked her about this, and um, I said, well, this same drug, Lupron, that you give to, uh, to kids, isn't that used to chemically castrate sex offenders? And she said, um, this interview is over. Hmm. Interview's over. Because tough truth was being asked of that person. And so anytime you bring the truth out, it's always a defense of the people who are guilty that say, huh, this interview's over. We're done. We have another video to show, but we don't have time for it. But we did... There was a new event that came out in Iowa, I believe it was, Doug, Pride in the Park. We have a poster and a tweet that uh, came out on that. Family-friendly drag dance party promoted by the Satanic Temple in Idaho. Uh, Excuse me, I said Iowa earlier. One attender who since deleted their Twitter account tweeted, We will have merchandise and performing unbaptisms for those interested. Just know, Satan loves you for you. Hail Satan. That's at the Pride in the Park event that's happening in Idaho this week. Yeah. So there's more of this stuff coming out, Doug. We'll get to a little bit more on it on the other side of the break. We'll also get to your calls. You can join us at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have a few open lines, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're going to do our best to get to all of our callers today. However, it's very important that we get the rest of this information out that we have, so we at least wanted to do that uh, before we get to the calls. Doug, I, we have another video. This is another clip from whatisawoman.com, right? The um. Well, you know what, Vince? Because of time, that's a long video. Okay. So, because of time, why don't we why don't we skip that one? If people want uh, to know more about that, they can email us. We can send them uh, information for that video. Okay. Uh, but but let let's get to the. Can, whole, can you give a brief overview? Because that one was kind of a big one. The, the deal about that video is it talks about a Dr. Kinsey and a Dr. Money that did experiments on children. Is this like uh, last year? Or? No, this was uh, quite a while ago. I, I Decades ago, yeah, right? Yeah, I can't remember exactly the time frame that it happened, but one particular case is they took twin brothers, and because of a botched um, surgery on one of the brothers, they raised that brother as a female and the other one as a male. And uh, and this was like an experiment that the parents agreed to on this, and they raised this young man as a girl. And uh, the end result was both of these brothers have now killed themselves. They've committed suicide because of what they were put through in their life. Um, and this doctor did experiments with a lot of children. Yeah, and now he's being held as one of the authorities in this movement. They They use his studies to push this. On people, so it's very important information. It's something, like I said, it's a very long video. We want to give our, our callers time to to talk with us today and kind of give uh, their uh, uh, share what they think about it. But I, before we do that, I did want to say there is hope here, especially in Texas, because there is a uh, a Texas lawmaker who has brought a bill in to ban mi- minors from being able to go to drag shows, and this is Texas State Republican, uh, or Representative, I'm sorry, Brian Slayton. So he brought the bill in on Monday specifically uh, talking about minors attending these drag shows. So there is hope. There's legislature out there. There's lawmakers out there who are going to stand up uh, for these kids, and I, I think that's great. But I also think we as a people, a church, Christians, need to pray for this nation need to pray for this specifically what's going on here and pray that these laws get passed and pray that this type of nonsense gets stopped. Uh, our, our nation's in the verge of, uh, of going downhill very quickly if we don't. And we have scripture to back that up. I mean, you saw what it said about Sodom and Gomorrah in, in Jude. So anyway, uh, that way we can move on and talk to our callers. All right, let's go to Pam in Iowa. Pam, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Hi, Pam. Hi. I was calling to just make a comment. Okay. I had uh, an instance a couple of days ago on Facebook where a person mentioned God, and 
the comment that came back from another individual was negative and they didn't want to hear about God. And, and so I made a comment that our country was founded on the principles of the Bible and our founding fathers prayed for God's direction on how to make this country one of the greatest countries in the world. And one of the things we pride ourselves in is people's rights and freedoms to speak and choose to worship as they, how they want. And that's why gay people are doing what they're doing now because of those freedoms. But now what's happening is that they're depriving Christians of our freedoms and our rights and trying to force us to conform to what they want when everyone should have a right to be and, and do and worship how they choose. And I, I really have a problem with that. I, I told the person, I have no problem. If you don't want to believe in God, fine. You know, I'll pray for you. But you don't take my right to believe and worship, you know. You have your freedom, I have my freedom. And that's the problem I have with this movement is they want our children to learn other things in church, but anything in, in school, but about God or yeah. pray, prayer or any. The founding things of this country have just been flipped. Yeah, totally agree with you, Pam. Um, you and it's breaking some... my heart. I just, you know, I'm oh, 71 and I've lived through a lot yeah. of it. And it just breaks my heart to see the way the country is going and, I know if my, my parents and my grandparents were alive, they would never in a million years believe the things that are going on right now. Pam, what do you say to people like me? I've got three kids under five. What do Home I do? Homeschool. Homeschool. I'm already really? on that. What else do you say? Yeah. <laughs> and pray for your children. And I'm, you know, I, I'm concerned with our church. Our children need to understand the end times. You know, and I, I know there are not a lot of churches teaching that, and the kids are the ones that are going to go through a lot of this. The older people are learning, but we need our young people to understand the end times. They are Absolutely. going to go through this, and if they're not taught and know what's happening, they're going to be swept away, and this is going on with a lot of kids in school now. And we, at our church, we've been praying over our children and so forth, but that is a, a thing that weighs my heart. Our children need to know the end times. Amen. We agree with you completely. Thank you, I Pam. love you guys. I appreciate you so much. I sure miss Brother Irving, but I'm so thankful for your family. Thank you all for what you do. Thank you. Thank you, Pam. God bless, God bless you. It's made possible because of people like you who are praying for us, giving to the ministry. Uh, this show is available for absolutely free five days a week on Facebook, YouTube, watch.endtime.com, and radio. Um, all around America and even on television weekly. So all that's made available for free because of partner support and, of course, the goodness of God and your prayers, and we so greatly appreciate it. And I guess I should mention again that um, in the month of June, those donations are being doubled. Uh, we have very generous partners that have made this possible. So go to endtime.com slash 2x or give us a call at 800 Time to contribute and have your donation doubled. If you give 10 uh, it's going to be doubled to 20. If you give 50 to 100, 500 to 1,000, I mean, I guess the max is $50,000. So, uh, very generous partners making this happen. So, uh, if you ever considered giving, I guess now is a great time to do that since it will be doubled. Intime.com slash 2x. It'll help us get the message that Jesus Christ is coming back very soon uh, out to the world a little bit further. So, thank you again, Pam. Let's go to Chris in Pennsylvania. Chris, welcome to End of the Age. Yeah, hey there, brothers. Uh, I just wanted to mention something um, that Doug had mentioned earlier in the in the show about uh, you know, I was talking about how it, it, it's 
one thing that gets him frustrated and angry is when it involves kids. And I'm 100% with you. But then he had mentioned that, uh, that, that, you know, he, he, his flesh can get in the, can get ahead of him or, 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 you know, he, he doesn't want his flesh to get in the way. And, and I agree with flesh not getting, getting in the way. But brothers, this is righteous indignation. This is not, this is not flesh in my opinion. When your when your spirit starts to get weary about this stuff, this is this is righteous indignation. Now, of course, it's flesh. If we go off and do some ungodly stuff in reaction to this, of course, that's flesh. But man, be ye angry and sin not. That righteous in, in indignation helps us to to open our eyes, intercede, pray, and go do whatever we can do righteously and peacefully mm-hmm. to protect kids. Uh, Vince, you made a good point. If they went to a, if they, if these parents took their their little kids to a to a straight strip club, uh, whether it was little girls going to a, a male club or little boys going to a female club, it's still just as abominable. Yeah. And uh, it brought my mind back. I, I just want to say a couple more things. It just brought my mind to Romans chapter one verse thirty, where it talks about inventors of evil things. I mean, we're living in a time where people are, it's like you're in, they're inventing more evil. I'm about the same age as, as Vince, and when we were growing up, I mean, you, I could, I could not imagine thinking that I, as a five, six, seven-year-old, would be in a strip club. Right. You have got to be kidding me. Uh, and, then I, and then I saw that uh, image you guys posted about the pride in the park in Idaho, and I'm sure you noticed on there, it said, come, we'll do unbaptism, mm-hmm. unbaptism, hail yeah. Satan, unbaptisms, that should tell everybody out there, praise God, yeah. how important it is to get baptized if Satan is wanting to unbaptize you. Right. That's all I got to say. Preach a while, Chris. <laughs> we need an organ <laughs> rolled in here. <laughs> Don't be fearful about your righteous indignation. Praise right. God. That's what helps us to do stuff as believers. Do it right, righteously. Do it peacefully. But let's not say, oh, you know, and, and this is not a slight at you, Doug. I'm just, it just got me going because... Hey, we, the, we, the listeners love Doug. If you say anything like that, <laughs> you are going to be a target now oh, come on for in. picking on no, Doug. No, I know what you're saying, Chris. I, no, I totally I, I understand you what you're saying. And, you know, Ephesians 6 tells us that we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with uh, principalities, powers, and rulers of the darkness. This is a spiritual battle. That's what we're in right now, and you're absolutely right. We need to fight it spiritually. God bless you, Chris. Thank you so much for your call. We very much appreciate your input. Let's go to Terry in Texas. Terry, welcome to End of the Age. Oh, hello. Um, I'm uh, the the um, uh, topic that you're speaking on today. Uh, it's really um, something else. I tell you, I live here in Dallas, and I heard about that uh, incident down at the bar, and there were some protesters outside of the bar, and. Uh, uh, they were really upset with him because he, I guess he was trying to, you know, speak on the behalf of the children and protect them, uh, and they were just really ugly and rude to him. But uh, I was thinking about how I was raised. I come from a family of 14. My father was a minister, and they raised us with decent morals, and they taught us right from wrong, and they taught us, they didn't have to, they really didn't have to tell us all the things that we are hearing about now that's happening in the schools and 
different places, uh, but they did teach us morals and principles based on the Bible. So my husband and I, we teach those same, we taught those same morals to our children. They're all grown now. One of my sons passed away, but they're all grown. They have children, and I tell them all the time, teach your children. Teach your children. Take them to good church. Talk to them in the home. Teach them in the home. Don't just let the church tell them everything. You teach them also yourself. Right. And make sure that it, it lines up with the Word of God, because we are in a battle. Our children are just being indoctrinated with all of this nonsense. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, we have to teach our children, and we have to teach our grandchildren. And I, we're doing just that. We're teaching them what thus saith the Lord, so that when they go other places, they, uh, they already know, and they hear things can, uh, that doesn't line up with, with what the Bible says, and we tell them, this is what God's Word says, show it to them. Let them read it for themselves if they can read. And right. we tell them, look, this is the way God wants us to live. He doesn't want us to do certain things. So when you hear other children talking things that, are, that you know are biblically wrong, you stick with what you've been raised with. Stick with Man. your teaching. Right. And don't depart from it. That's you know, right. God told us to teach it to our children. And when they're older, when they get older, they won't depart. Mm-hmm. Not saying that they might not, you know, do a little, some things that are not right, but they will always remember what their mom and their dad told them. Amen. That's right. Thank you so much, Terry. We're never. out of time. We appreciate your call and your perspective. Very much needed. Loved everything you had to say. I'll add a little bit to it, Doug. We got to do more than tell them. Yeah. If we tell them one thing and live a different way. Yeah. That's that's a big problem here in our country. Yeah. We, we say we say people. something and then in secret or even in public we do something totally different. Yeah. We don't have enough time to get into that. <laughs> We've only got 25 seconds left, Doug. Right. How'd you like to wrap the day up? <laughs> well, folks, I've I've talked to a listener who uh believes that we should use July 4th as a day of prayer against stuff like this. So, Uh, I'm going to agree with that. When you get ready for your barbecues on the 4th of July, you get your family together, why don't you gather up in a circle, hold hands, and pray that God will help deliver this country from where we're headed. We'll see you back tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.